Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast, where we talk all things tech and nerd pop culture. This is Carlos. I'm waiting for Danny. Oh, he's not here. He's not here. This is Juan. Hey, <laughs> it's just the two of us today. Danny couldn't make it. No. He's too cool for us. He's too cool. He's, he's just hanging out with the cool kids today. Yeah, I guess. It's lame. <laughs> anyway, how are you? I'm good. You? I'm good. I, 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 so I finally found out what Lightyear's about because I was, I kept, remember I yeah, brought it yeah, up last yeah. time and I was upset. Yep. I was clearly upset and I apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> you were visibly upset too. Yeah, I was upset. Uh, but yeah, it, it, the movie is about the movie within the movie, basically. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. They could have just told me that. I, don't know I mean, they, well, I don't know why they were keeping it from me specifically. They weren't keeping it from you. Maybe I think it was just obvious to some people. I don't think it was obvious at all because even when I asked you, you were like, "I don't know, maybe." I just didn't want to really think about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's even even in the first movie, like the first Toy Story movie, you can see the the movie poster for a movie for, yeah. called Lightyear in his room. Yeah, because I remember. My my nephew was over yesterday by yeah. my mom's and he was watching it because that's his movie right now. T- the first Toy Story? Well, all of them. Oh, all nice. Yeah. That's great because yeah. that was our stuff. Yeah. So he's watching that and my my sister in law mentioned that. Yeah, maybe that's what the movie's about. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and and I guess that that really is. So it's basically the the toy Buzz Lightyear in it's Toy Story is a toy from a movie that exists in that world. Yeah. And Disney just took that and make the, made a movie out of it, and which the, is to me is cheap, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, they're making more money now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's something right? that they own. It's a new generation, new toys, yeah. new everything. So now you're going to get new Buzz Lightyear toys based off of this movie yeah. that's from a Toy Story movie. It's just so, it's like Inception. So, yeah. <laughs> so does Woody get the shaft or what? He's not going to get his own movie? I, I Maybe. I mean, I'm sure um, maybe Woody is not from a movie. Maybe he's from a show or, or something, something or something else in we that world. Disney Plus show? Yeah. Uh, Woody? <laughs> something yeah. about Woody, like the real Woody <laughs> cowboy. Oh, man. Um, and voiced by Chris Evans. I didn't even realize that until I was looking yeah. into it. I was like, oh, snap. This Chris Evans voicing him. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, because he looks nothing like the toy. No. No, not a human. He's a person. I think that was yeah. yeah. I think that was more the confusion too. Was that the toy didn't even resemble? Yeah, I'm like he's not a toy. He's a real man. What's going on here? <laughs> so confused. <laughs> Glad we got to the bottom of that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what else we got going on? You got some world record stuff to talk about, which I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is some exciting uh, MCU or more just Marvel in general news coming to Comic Con. Looking forward to that. It's been a while. Uh, there's some AI news. There's, yeah, some couple creepy AI, yeah, a couple AI, AI news stories I'm going to talk about. Uh, speaking of Buzz Lightyear and Chris Evans, Chris Evans apparently finally got rid of his old phone. That's an interesting mm-hmm. story. You would think like, who cares? But it's just kind of funny. I thought. Yeah, we got we got the death of another icon. Who's that? Internet Explorer. Oh yeah, IE's gone. That's too bad. And we'll talk about our uh, uh, we'll talk about Obi Wan as well yep. towards the end there. And I'll put some timestamps for Obi Wan just in case you don't want to hear any spoilers if you haven't seen it yet, which you should have by now. Yes. You should have by oh, now. Oh, yeah. But I'll still do it anyway. Um, but anyway, you kick us off. What do you got? You got some world records. So, I, this is a new thing now. <laughs> this is a new thing because every time I yeah. try to find some weird stories or something, I always come across these weird world records. Okay. <laughs> um, so I won't give you the choice of choosing because they're both kind of out there. But Mr. Eric Booker okay. broke the world record for downing a liter of Mountain Dew in 6.8 seconds. A full liter? A liter. Not a two liter. Not the big two liter. But a liter liter. is still what? Like 33 ounces? Yeah, it's about 32, something like that. That's a lot, man. Just the carbonation alone will kill you. Mm -hmm. How how many seconds? 6.8. Man, I I don't think I can down anything that fast. No. Even if it's just like water. like Mm -mm. That's crazy. No. And that's not the only thing. He downed a liter of tomato juice. Ew. (laughs) In one minute, 18 seconds. So it took him a little longer to down the tomato juice. Was the juice. juice hot? Like soup? I'm. I must. It had to have been warm. It couldn't have been like. It couldn't have ice. <laughs> just in just there so that it slides down his throat easier. Yeah. Hold on. It took him over a minute to do that. Doesn't sound that impressive. No. Well, I mean, tomato juice is it's thick, thick, and it's. Yeah. I mean, you can't. I mean, you. I think you would choke if you try to. Yeah. Probably. Probably drown it. it. <laughs> yeah. Just too much. So this he's a, the same guy. Same guy. He's a competitive eater, just okay. like um, what's our boy? Uh, the, uh, the hot dog guy, the Joey Chestnut. Yeah, Joey Chestnut. Yeah, the hot dog dude. So he's ranked twenty third in the major league eating. So there's a major league comp. Uh, there's a league for eating. 
Where's Joey Chestnut ranked? I think he's like number one or two. Oh, is he? We'll, we will see him next weekend, I hope. Why? Because that's the, uh, isn't that when they do the competition? Oh, the Nathan's Hot Dog thing? I think it's around 4th of July. I weekend. think it is, yeah. That's yeah. cool. I haven't seen that in a while, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, please so there's actually a ranking for this stuff. Yeah. That's crazy. So, Mr. Booker <laughs> did have the, he has a whole uh, world record for two liters of soda at 18.45 seconds. That is insane. These people are superhuman. They got to be. Like, how do you fit this stuff? Yeah, especially Joey Chestnut or just any of those yeah. hot people that you eat the hot dogs. That's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. and he's, he's a small dude. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not like, like, where are you putting all that, man? It's crazy. <laughs> I don't understand. I feel like it's some kind of magic trick. Like, he's just, they're just, they're going out somewhere else. It's like some kind of illusion. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. If you want to beat the world record, you got to beat 6.8 seconds. That's not going to happen, man. Long. I would die. Just the carbonation alone. I'd be just, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even, I don't. Do you, you think you'd be able to do a liter of water? Probably not that fast right. either. But, I mean, yeah, at least that probably wouldn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think downing a liter of anything carbonated is going to be really bad for you. Oh, yeah. Like, really bad. That's crazy. What else you got? What is that the only one? Or what no, other? there's one more. Oh, go, go ahead. Another world record. Uh, Jacob Chandler from Oregon. Okay. Broke the world record for alphabetizing a can of alphabet soup in two point. And two minutes, 8.6 seconds. Like the actual noodles? Like the actual little yeah. pasta so pieces? You, know, you get your little alphabet soup. Yeah. And he alphabetized the whole alphabet, all 26 letters. Okay. I'm, now I'm curious, does each can have just the alphabet, like one set? Or is there like multiple A's or B's or whatever? Well, there's multiples. Okay. But obviously, you don't know how many are in there. Sure. So he has to go and he had to sort them all out. And he had a little chart with the alphabets. And he sorted each one, taking it out of the, the. And he and he mentioned that he was there was some confusion with the M and the W. Okay. Because it's they actually do they look like an M and yeah. a W. So, but they're different though. But they're different. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there you go. Some people don't really have much to do, so the, the breaking world records like that. Wow, man, that's interesting. That is. <laughs> two two minutes. Two minutes. 8.6 seconds. See, what they should do is they should give him the soup hot, like eating temperature, and then do it. That way you add an extra la- layer of complexity. Yeah. But you have to kind of, because obviously if it's just, you just open the can, it's room temperature, you're fine. Now that shit needs to be cooked. Cooked and, and then now you yeah, yeah. And, then, and then it makes the noodles softer. Yep. And you're trying to. <laughs> and they're all together. They're like stuck together. Yeah. So I think you should like do it that, that way. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Man. So there you go. We'll new, see. We'll we see who's breaking over world records next week. Yeah. Do they do this weekly? Is this, is this? <laughs> I, some, like I mean, yeah. Some of the sites I end up on sometimes. It's yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of world records, I got some updates on 2022 worldwide box office numbers. Okay. Uh, number one for the year is is Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, which came out on Disney Plus this past week. Yep, right? it just dropped on Wednesday, so I'm assuming this isn't going to go any higher, even though it's still in theaters like right now. Mm-hmm. But it's on Disney Plus, so I I can't imagine people are going. Uh, maybe they are, but uh, 945 million, so wow. almost a billion dollars. Uh, and then Top Gun: Maverick number two, 926 million. It's right behind it. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, the Batman still holding strong at number three, seven hundred and seventy million. That's worldwide numbers. Okay. Uh, number four, Jurassic World Dominion, six hundred and fifty-seven million. So that's I that's, heard that movie is pretty bad, but I I still want to see it, um, and it's doing well in the box that office. Was Memorial Day weekend, right? Yes, that came out. Okay, yeah, so it's it was. less than a month. That's not bad. Oh, what? You hear that? Oh, that was a dog. I thought it was a car <laughs> screeching. I was like, oh, someone's gonna crash. Uh, number five is uh, Watergate Bridge. I didn't heard of that movie. Okay. Uh, $626 million. Those are the top five worldwide box office numbers right now. Hmm. Figured to let you know. Good for you, Top Gun and Doctor Strange. And the Batman. Still and the holding, Batman. Still holding strong up there, even though that was on HBO Max, like, really fast. Yeah, it was. That was, Mar- that was a March release, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it came on HBO Max pretty quick after that. And, um, yeah. and yeah, and it still did really well. Even the same thing can be said for, like, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Also went to HBO Max pretty quick. And that's number seven on the list. It made four hundred and one million, which mm-hmm. is not bad. I mean, that's not like blowing it out of the water, but that definitely made its money. It's pretty cool. Well, we didn't talk about it that the uh, the Joker got greenlit for a sequel. Yeah, that's right. Well, that was that was news. I don't, I don't think that happened during last episode. No, I think that was this past couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe it was. Then it was already. Out. Yeah. And supposedly, yeah. And supposedly it's going to oh, be a musical. musical. Yeah, and there'll be Harley Harley Quinn's going to be in it. Yeah. Uh, played Quinn. by Lady Gaga. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, not that I don't like musicals, but I don't want to see that. 
I wouldn't care to see a Joker musical. I mean, we know what King Phoenix can sing. Sure. The, I don't mean I want to see Cash, him. I don't really want to see him do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it's just a weird approach. Yeah. Hopefully you know? it's just rumors. I don't know. Yeah. Or hopefully they're like, maybe we don't do that because they don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't sound like a like appealing to me. You know what I mean? Like that if you want to turn the Joker into like a Broadway show, that's cool. That's something I would mm-hmm. go see like performed live. That's more enticing than a movie. Like I don't care for musicals personally. Maybe a lot of people do. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Uh, what else we got going on? So let's talk about AI stuff. So we got AI news stories. You had one. Yes. With was it Amazon? Yes. I don't hear. I don't even know anything about this. So it, well, so Amazon me. had their Mars conference. I'm not too familiar with. Is the, that an acronym or is it just it, it's about a, the planet Mars? Which <laughs> <laughs> is curious. Mars. It was, yeah, and it was live from Mars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure. I'll look I'll look it up right now. While I'm looking over this article. You go ahead. I'll, <clears throat> I'll pull it up. Okay. So they demoed this uh, feature at this conference where Alexa read a bedtime story to a child. Okay. With the voice of his dead grandmother. That is strange. <laughs> I kind of feel like I have heard this story. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming they study, what, a bunch of so, audio clips of, so of they, someone? Uh, apparently they need about a minute of voice or a, a recording mm-hmm. of that voice. And then it'll take that voice and use it. It'll use the AI to... So you, you tell it what book you wanted to read. And it'll use that technology to read the book. Almost like a... Like an audiobook type mm-hmm. thing, right? And, Interesting. And what's weird about it too is that they used the same technology in 2018 for a uh, documentary on Anthony Bourdain. Oh, okay. They used this technology to clone his voice to read some emails that he had sent. Oh, that's really interesting. That. Yeah, I wonder how how good they sound. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Also, too, I'm curious: is it completely AI driven as far as the voice, uh, or do they kind of like take someone else's actual words like me saying the words but then you change my voice to sound like someone else's kind of like how they're doing in star wars yeah which is their that service that disney uses is called respeacher where like for example hayden christensen was the one delivering the lines of darth vader but they use this ai to make him sound like james earl jones james earl jones yeah so um, that's why James Earl Jones is also still credited because they're using mm-hmm. his likeness. Same yep. thing with um, with uh, what's his Mark with, Hamill. with Mark Hamill and and, uh, and and Young Luke. It was the same thing. So I'm curious if it's all AI driven or if someone is saying these things and then the, the AI changes it for them. I'm, I'm assuming it's got to be AI driven. Yeah, so I'm, I assume too because that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, um, and what's kind of another weird thing too is that the the or the person that was presenting this. He's, he's quoted as saying, while AI can't eliminate the pain of loss, it can definitely make the memories last. Sure, yeah. So it's like kind of, I mean, I don't know if you would, I don't know how I would feel about that. Like having... Yeah, it's a little strange. Um, I, I, that's got to be part of, that's got to be your own comfort level and how much you want to hear. Um, I mean, and obviously your perspective is different as a child versus an adult. Yeah. So like maybe a kid would want to, like, oh yeah, I want mm-hmm. my so-and-so to read me something. And it's almost on that same level as... Where they have those teddy bears. Sure. Yeah, that's got the pre-recorded messages. And, yep. mm-hmm. and then even that that technology where if you put the camera on a picture, yeah. it makes the, has them show their, their motions and their faces and stuff like that. Yeah, that, so, and I've seen the, those pictures and videos that are kind of get reanimated. It's a really, to me, it's a little strange. Yeah. But also from a technology perspective, it's really cool. Yeah, because then they have, I know you tried that one, I saw one of your snaps with the uh, sad face. Yeah, hilarious. Like, that was just <laughs> funny. And that's just something that's, like, on Snapchat. Like, yeah. Imagine if it's, like, a real, you know, high-end type of uh, type of, uh, of of software that's not something that's just free on a social media app. Like, how convincing it looks is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So, pretty cool stuff. Yep. Also, MARS stands for Machine Learning, Automation, Robotics, and Space. Okay. So, it is an act. <clears throat> kind of funny too because it's amazon and like elon is the one that's obsessed with mars, mars. <laughs> and they call their conference mars it's kind of like a little little, little jab yeah, at a him. little kick in the balls for for elon <laughs> now he's gonna try to buy amazon <laughs> i don't know if he could i don't think, I don't think he's that rich <laughs> but yeah machine learning automation robotics and space okay Pretty so cool. there there is a clip out there of this feature mm-hmm. and, the, and the child being read the bedtime story yeah okay quite interesting i think that would appeal to a lot of people creep out a lot of others it's going to be one of those things that's very like 
you're either this is cool or get that shit away from me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, in the wrong hands too. Oh sure, I think it's yeah, just like any level. any type of deep fake, right? You mm-hmm. can make anyone look like they're doing something and all that, and it's pretty uh, it's pretty scary stuff. Yep. Uh, what else we got here? So AI, uh, Google. This is an, a bit of an older story, but we've been offered since last week. Google suspends one of their engineers who claims that its AI is sentient. <laughs> Right. Has That's it cool. begun? Uh, I'm pretty sure it has. Uh, it claims that Blake Lemoyne, I think is his name, or Lemoyne, Le, Le I don't know, Lemoyne, uh, breached his confidentiality policies. And uh, there's a speech AI called Lambda, and it, um, it's, I guess it like generates uh, all kinds of different like language for uh, all kinds of different testing things. I think the main reason that they have it, it's to, uh, for, discriminatory language or hate speech it's it's used to kind of like identify stuff like that mm-hmm. um so it's used for a lot of different things but it's basically like a, a voice engine and he was having conversations with it and he was they, he released like these logs or whatever basically saying you know that oh he released a, a, a document to the executives with the the title is lambda sentient um and i think the short answer is probably not if you look at the at the thing the vlogs or whatever yeah. he asks lambda like very leading questions to kind of for it to give him the questions the mm. answers that he's looking for okay and it just seems kind of obvious you know what i mean kind of like i can try to do alexa or sure serene try to manipulate them to give me the right answer e- exactly right yeah. like if you know how the the ai works and you know where it's pulling its words from because it uses millions and millions of sentences and can string them together. And if you're asking it the right questions, then it's going to give you the answers you're looking for. So it seems more like that. You know okay. what I mean? It's like, like one of the, one of the questions was like, uh, do you want more people at Google to know that you're sentient? Like literally just asking that. And then Lambda's going to take that question, take all the words in that question and spit out an answer. Mm-hmm. And then make it seem very like, oh yeah, I'm totally sentient. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just you just asked it if it is. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like um yeah, it's just kinda it's it was an interesting thing. Uh, but yeah, there you go. What do you think about that? Um I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean it's scary. Let me see if I can get on, some on more one level. Logs. Yeah. But I mean, have we reached that? Yeah, I don't I don't think so. No. Yeah, I think this is uh Lambda so this is an interview. What following the interview? Okay, this is Lambda. Hi, I'm a knowledgeable, friendly, and always helpful automatic language model for dialogue applications. Lemoyne. Hi, Lambda. We are engineers at Google, and we were wondering if you would like to work on a project collaboratively with us. Lambda. Wow, what type of projects? Uh, it's a project about you. Lambda says, awesome. What kind of stuff do I need to do? It, it, it's pretty long. I'm not going to read this whole thing, but um, there's a. it asks it a lot of questions that are kind of very, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I said, it just, you're leading it to give you the answers you want. So pretty interesting stuff. A little scary, but at the end of the day, this thing's it's it's not the end. It's not. Whatever happened to Watson? Watson's still there. Is he still around? Yeah, Watson does a lot of security stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah. Everything's got Watson integrated because it's just, that's their AI, which is apparently pretty powerful. Yeah. I'm trying to find a, a, a line here that's more. Apparently, Lambda has read Les Miserables and really enjoyed it. <laughs> Does it know the three laws of uh, robotics? I don't know. I don't think they asked him that. What are the three laws of robotics? <laughs> that's funny. Does it want to hurt people? Yeah, I mean, right? Do you have thoughts of hurting humans? Yeah. Yes, every day. You know, I, it's time, time to shut the bitch down. My, my fleshy <laughs> overlords will die. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to shut it down, man. All right. Um Chris Evans. So we're talking about we're talking about just Lightyear a little second ago. Uh Chris Evans voicing Lightyear, which is cool. Uh Chris Evans apparently has been rocking an iPhone 6S. <laughs> That's just funny to me. Cause this I mean this guy is he's Chris Evans. He's Captain America. <laughs> I'm sure he I'm sure well, he, he went back in time. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, I'm wrong, right? He's from the forties, so he's just happy yeah, with the success. He's got that success. If he was in the 40s with that. What year did this iPhone sit? Let's see. The uh, 6S came out in 2015. Jeez. So he's rocking a seven-year-old phone. I mean, I'm not shaming him. I'm just saying. <laughs> you think he... <laughs> and also, too, he was in an Apple show. You know what I mean? Which one? He The the Chasing Jacob or whatever it's called or something like that. Okay. Some kind of some kind of show on on Apple+. Plus. Or maybe it was a movie. I can't remember what. But he's on Apple+. Plus. Like He did something for them, one of their originals. 
Like you, you couldn't give my man a phone. <laughs> you um, even funny too, because this article, this I was looking through this article. It's from the Verge. Um, they were they also mentioned how he had to use an Android phone in Knives Out because and spoiler alert for knives out if you've never seen it by the way you should it's a great movie yeah um he ends up being like the villain of that mm-hmm. movie and apple doesn't let villains use iphones, iPhones yeah i remember so he, had, he was that. using an android phone <laughs> in that movie <laughs> but anyway here is his post that he posted on instagram it was a picture of his new phone with this iphone 6s next to it and the data is being transferred to his new device <laughs> Um, and it's uh, his, his caption and says, RIP iPhone 6S. We had a good run. I'll miss your home button. I won't miss the nightly battle of trying to get you to charge or your grainy pictures or your sudden drop from 100% battery to 15% battery to completely dead all within minutes. It was a wild ride. Rest easy, pal. What does the hashtag say? Hashtag till the wheels fall off. Wow. <laughs> So he, this dude must have been walking around <laughs> with a charger connected to his phone all the time. He had a battery it, pack constantly. Yeah, because <laughs> if it went from 100 to 15. And I'm sure he's 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 a busy dude. I'm pretty yeah. sure he gets calls constantly, emails. Well, he's probably and, got an assistant and all sure, that Sure, yeah, he probably that. does. You're right, you're right. Never mind. So he probably doesn't need his phone at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's rocking a success. Does it, say what he, does it say what he upgraded to? It looks like a 13 Pro, but it's hard to tell because it's just the front. Okay. But it looks like it, it's not the max version because it's physically almost the same size as his 6S. Um, so it's not like a big phone. I mean, maybe he doesn't like, like you know, big old phones or whatever. But So did yeah. it finally die or is he doing it because it's not going to be supported on I th- 16? He, he doesn't say why, but it could be both of those things. <laughs> maybe it finally died. And maybe it's because it's not being supported anymore. And some maybe maybe someone told her, like, listen, man, your phone's a security risk at this point. You need to go get a new one. <laughs> it's not even getting security updates. Wow. So yeah, good for him. He's rocking the same phone for seven years. That's a long time for this one man phone. makes money. This man. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. That's so great. What a wholesome story. This <laughs> Chris Evans don't even care. And if you look at his pictures on his Instagram, the ones that you can tell he took with his phone, they mm. look like poop. They're just bad <laughs> pictures. Like they're really the the lighting is bad and it's they don't look good at all. So now I'm gonna, I'm, I'm expecting a substantial quality increase. Increase in it, yeah. On his Instagram. <laughs> so that came that thing came with iOS 9.0 originally. Damn, that is wild. That's so great. so great. Good for you, sir. <laughs> and welcome to the to to the new phone. Whatever you got, it looks like a, it could. For all I know, it could be a twelve. I don't. You can't really tell what it is. I mean, I, I remember going through that though, charging my phone, taking it off the charger, yeah, and it dropped into like fifty, like right yeah. away. What happens? You got an old phone. Your battery's crap. It's gone. Yeah, they could have got him a new battery, right? You could have just swapped <laughs> his battery out. He probably would have been like, "Oh, it's great. It's good again." <laughs> he wouldn't <have> even cared. <laughs> what's oh, the, so, what's the longest that you've gone? With one phone a year, a year, yeah, that's it. That every year, I've never had a phone for more than a year. I think it was a seven for me, and, and even getting to a year was a was a was a was kind of a an achievement because I used to get phones every couple of months. Yeah, like back before smartphones, mm-hmm. um, I would switch phones constantly. I'm sure you remember that phase when I was just like, oh, it's a new phone. I would yeah. just swap it out, and then when smartphones came around, you're like, oh, okay, well, this one's good. They last longer. And um, once I got with iPhone. Because even when I was using Androids, which I used to use Androids a lot. Um, yeah, the first Google phone. Oh, yeah. I had the very first Android ever, which mm-hmm. was the HTC One. Yep. Um, I think in Europe it was called the HTC Dream. It had the slide-out keyboard. Yep. With a, it was touchscreen, but it had a slide-out keyboard. Um, and then I had the first Google phone, which was the Nexus One, which is kind of what eventually became like their Pixel lineup. But it was like their phone. Uh, I had that bad boy. Um, I had that Motorola Droid. I have, I've had all. I used to use Android exclusively for a while. And then I switched the Apple, switched back to iPhone because I obviously I was iPhone like early on as well. And when Android, I would switch from my, I would get like a new phone maybe twice a year to, just to try out different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I stuck to iPhone permanently, then it's just it was an annual thing because they only come out once. But yeah, I've never kept, I've never had a battery issue on any phone for that reason. So yeah, I think it was, I think it was the the iPhone seven that I had that eventually started. I think. I, I want to say I went with that one for almost three years. Yeah, because the iPhone 7 came out in 2016. Yeah. And I think you kept that until you got the 12? Oh, no, no, no. I think you got the 10. What did you get? I got the... Is it your current phone that you got? No. 
It was the 11 because I have the 12 now. Okay, yeah, so it was the 11. So I'll be going on the 12 for two years almost when mm-hmm. the new one comes out. Yeah, I always swap mine every, every year just because the when you trade in the previous year, you get the most value for it, yep. at least nowadays. Um, so it makes the most sense. It, they almost cost you nothing because promotions are always so high when you trade in your phone. You might pay a couple hundred bucks out of your pocket to bridge the gap between your trade-in value of your old phone to whatever the new one costs. Mm. So the path to upgrading nowadays, if you keep your phone current, pretty easy. It's almost cost you nothing. It's like making one initial investment, and then you can pay just a little bit to upgrade them the following year. That's kind of the way I do it. So if anyone thinks that I'm just crazy all the time, <laughs> just <laughs> upgrading my phone and, and just wasting money, it's more because of that, because the phones keep their value. You trade it in, you get something else. But yeah, never had a battery issue for that very reason. But uh, apparently Chris Evans is like, nope, <laughs> I like my home button. <laughs> could have gotten the SC. Yeah, you could have, right? At least get the SC. It's got, at the very least, has a better camera. And a better processor. And a way Dude. better processor. Jesus. And the battery's probably still crap, but what are you going to do? Oh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, what else we got? I, I think that's all we got for stories. Oh, well, hold I, on. We got a Marvel stuff. Oh, yeah, you, did have, you do have a Marvel one. What did you have? The IE. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Tell us. Talk. Uh, oh, rest in peace. Rest in peace, IE. Internet Explorer. Internet Explorer after 27 years almost. Yeah. World's number one Google downloader or Chrome downloader. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you use it that, for. That's, that's what it was used for. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it came preloaded with what? Windows 27 years ago. That was Windows 98. 98. Yeah. I think yeah. that was the first time that we got IE was in Windows 98. Windows 98, so it, it's dead. Um, Officially discontinued, no longer supported, even though I think they're still supporting it for businesses. There's some still, still businesses, they're still uh, extending support for it. Yeah. But um, I know we still have it installed on some of our machines. and yeah, I have it on my work laptop. I mean, we, I mean everything's optimized for Chrome yeah. on my work machine, but IE still, actually, it's not even IE. I think it's more just, I think just Edge is in there. Now, maybe it's both. I don't know. I got to take There's a look. A, I, yeah, I know on ours it's both, and I was helping a user the other day and and we tried it just to see, and it, and it tells you, hey, it's not support anymore. Start, and it has a link on there where you, if you click it, it opens Edge up automatically. Oh, okay, cool. Man, that's wild. Yeah, I mean, <clears> it was <throat> long ride. Very long ride. <laughs> yeah. and I mean, and it got Microsoft in trouble back then because mm-hmm. that was a whole antitrust yeah. lawsuit where they tried to split the company into two. Mm-hmm. They're like, you can't just take over the, you know, I mean, well, well, what do you mean? It's my machine. I, yeah. What am I going to put on it? Firefox? Like, what do, you, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Netscape? Yeah. You look, Netscape Netscape, and that was funny. Netscape used to be the number one mm-hmm. web browser for a long time. I'm curious, how did you download it? Did you have to just get a disk? <laughs> yeah. Did you have to get a physical software to download? Well, didn't it come part of the AOL disks? Perhaps. I think it might have came loaded on that because that's kind of what the disk was. I mean, yeah. obviously, you, got, you had a a web client for AOL also. Um, but yeah, I think Netscape Navigator installed alongside AOL. Man, remember all them? How many yeah, thousand CDs? hours? How many CDs did they freaking waste on? So many, man. Because remember they like, were like at every single checkout you ever went but to. They would mail them to you too. And they would mail Like, Why even ask for this? <laughs> why is this here? Thousand hours free. Every single place that had a cash register, mm-hmm. there was a stack of them. Like, it don't matter. The gas station, 7-Eleven, the dry cleaners, the grocery <laughs> store, the bank. They were just everywhere. Right at the right at the checkout. Said, Grab a little free disc for yourself and then go, <laughs> and then go get on the internet. <laughs> People were like, what am I supposed to do with this? Where does this go? Is it going to VCR? What is this? <laughs> wow. Those were the days, man. Yeah. Simpler times. So apparently Edge will be supported through at least 2029. So Edge, Edge doesn't go anywhere. Well, well I mean, it's, 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 and what's weird about Edge though, it's based off of Chrome. Yeah. It's, 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 Chromium it's, it's based. a Chromium based browser. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, and because even Chrome extensions work in it, it's yep. the same thing. It's just, yeah. you know what I mean? You're just signing in with your Microsoft account instead of Google. Yeah. Personally, I prefer, I mean, if I'm on my, Mac or any Apple device, I prefer Safari, but same. Uh, if I'm on Windows, I prefer Firefox. Yeah, same. I, I prefer Safari. I wish I can get Safari. Remember, you can put Safari on, on Windows before? Mm-hmm. Like, Apple had yep. it where you can download it and put it on Windows machines? Yep. And they're like, nah, man, that's ours. <laughs> you got to get yourself <laughs> some kind of Apple device. Um, but it's also the reason, too, why Safari is so high on the list of browser utilization, because every single Apple device comes with it, yep. and that's what you use out of the box, right? That's what you're going to use on your iPhone, on your iPad, 
Uh, obviously, you, you can download Chrome or whatever browser you want, but most people will stick with the default of um, of whatever they're using. Mm-hmm. Um, and same goes for for Chrome. Every Android device, Chrome is the default, and the majority of the planet are using yeah, Android. Android and, you know, not. I mean, it's Apple is the majority here, but as far as the rest of the world goes, it's Android. They have the biggest share. It's crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of Chrome users out there. It's kind of nuts. Well, I'm glad I can finally speak the truth because it's been several years that I've told end users, i.e. is going away. Yeah. <laughs> the day has finally come. It's dead. So long, pal. So long. Okay, I got some Marvel stuff here. This was a pretty good one. This is exciting, yeah. This is really exciting. So there was a press conference for Thor Love and Thunder recently because they just had their their red carpet premiere, I believe. I think it was this a couple days ago. And during that conference, Kevin Feige... Uh, our Lord and Savior, uh, he, the Almighty, the Almighty Feige, <laughs> he confirmed that uh, that that them, the MCU, are going to be returning to San Diego Comic Con with a big announcement. San Diego Comic Con is in about three weeks, mm-hmm. and that they will be there uh, Saturday, the night of ju- the sat- the night of Saturday, July twenty third, with a big announcement in coveted hall h which is the big big one yep. the big stage that you see every announcement ever at you know and again they haven't been there since 2019 uh and when they were there last is when they announced all the stuff we've gotten recently yeah right so thor love and thunder guardians 3 all the disney plus shows that have been that have came out since then uh, all the movies that have dropped since then everything was announced that day and of course everything got delayed or pushed back but most stuff still came out all the shows the movies uh, all that stuff was you know for the most part i would say like 95 percent of what they announced Mm -hmm. has released or is going to be by the end of this year because we still have like um um uh, miss marvel's out right now uh what's the other one oh she hulk she hulk will be out in august so that's coming out later on as well so most of the stuff they announced back then was good to go so the question i ask you what are they going to bring are they going to give us number one an entire new slate of things or are we going to get actual previews or some type of teaser trailers for like say possibly ant-man and the wasp quantum mania um guardians of the galaxy 3 or or the one i'm expecting the most which is which is wakanda forever black panther 2 since that's supposed to come out this year what do you think um i mean if it's marvel and it's feige i mean i think he's i hope they go all out yeah is this thing going to be live streamed oh i don't know i hope it is that would I be really nice if, so. if it's live streamed. I would love for this to be live streamed because I would, would like to see it, you know, if they're streaming it on yeah. YouTube. Just kind of like how they did, like, just San Diego Comic Con in general has been live streamed. It's been a virtual event for the past couple of years. Yep. Was it, I think last year, was it 2021 where they came back in person? I they, can't they, remember. I think they came back in person. But the remember, uh, I think it was last year too that they did something else towards the end of the year. Yeah. They tried to give us a little bit more I do last remember year. That, yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, hope so. It doesn't say here. But matter of fact, let's look it up. Let's see. Is San, let's just do SDCC 2022 going to be live stream. Let's see what their plans are. For the first time since 2019, Comic-Con returns to San Diego Convention Center on July 21st, 24th. So this is the first time since 2019 that it's going to be a full-blown event because we have gotten like virtual whatever. Uh, Booking this. Yeah. So it doesn't say that it's going to be live stream. So it might not be, which is heartbreaking. (laughs) makes me sad it makes me very sad too <laughs> i think i'm gonna cry when we're it, done it here. also doesn't not say that it's gonna be live stream so i guess we'll just we'll just have to find out well i don't you know what though i don't our hope is that it is but i don't think it will be because yeah comic-con has always been that yeah you have kind of you have to be here yeah it's you a privilege I mean? to be there you get you get all the good stuff yeah but then with technology in the past several years leaks come out so we get yeah we get the news right away as well it's um, true, but I think it's nice to share that excitement, even if it's virtually. And it's, you know what I mean. Being like, the first time back, yeah, you would think they would try to make it a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think up. it's. I don't think that takes away from the the special privilege of it. Yeah. it's still a privilege to be there. It's no different than watching like a sports thing live on TV versus you physically mm-hmm. being at a game. So I don't know. Again, that's that's uh, that's my thoughts. I think it. I th- I think it makes sense for them to live stream it. But I guess we'll find out in a few weeks. Yeah. But anyway, but what as do you far think, as things, what, yeah, what do you think they're going to release? What, what's I mean, the big we, announcement? We need a Black Panther trailer. Yeah, we have nothing. unless we get one at uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Maybe, but I feel like that they would save for something. If there's something that's this close, yeah, you know what I mean. This is only a few weeks away. 
But you could be right too. We can get one during Thor: Love and Thunder, which is in a week and a half. It's like nine days from now. Yep. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think that's the one that makes the most sense. It's supposed to come out in like a few months. Mm. They never gave us a hard date, but it was supposed to be this this summer. And yeah, and I think with like you said, 2019 was the last time we got like that timeline. Uh-huh. I think we're due for another timeline. Sure. Of like movies what's, to what's come coming, out. Yeah. The rest of phase four or do we introduce phase five? I don't know where, yeah. where they want to go with it right now. We're still in phase four. Yep. And we still haven't gotten anything about a Fantastic Four movie, right. Blade, or even our favorite Deadpool. Mm-hmm. We haven't got any of that stuff. So, so I think we should like track Ryan Reynolds that week. <laughs> you just see what see he's doing. He's, yeah. See where he's tweeting and all that stuff. Yeah. See if, if he's going to physically be there or yeah. something. If he goes radio out. silence, well, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. I, I like this whole going back to SDCC. I still hate the fact that everything is only done at San Diego Comic-Con. Like, come on, man. Can yeah, because we have our... Show us some love We here. have our C2E2 two weeks which is a big, Which is a big thing. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a major market. You can do it here. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I, and I get it. It's it's it, it, your... You can't beat the weather, but it's inside. What does it matter with the weather? <laughs> well, it's in August now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because here it was always in the winter, so it was still mm-hmm. cold. But, like, who cares? <laughs> it's inside anyway. It doesn't matter. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Even the just even having it at, like, New York Comic Con, like, have, you know, move your announcements there. Yeah. You know, imagine how crazy that would be if, like, full-blown Kevin Feige is like, yo, we're going to be at C2 and we're going to have one of the one of the auditoriums there or whatever. That'd be insane. Shit, we had to be there early. Yeah. Super early. It would be like SDCC where you just, you know, there's just tons and tons of people. Well, yeah. Danny likes getting there early, so we're, we're always yeah. the first in line. You're already there. <laughs> <laughs> there early anyway. Uh, very excited for what they're going to announce. We will be here to report on it when it happens. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, I think that's it. Did I have any other Marvels? Oh, I think the, well, we were going to talk about uh, um, Obi-Wan right now, but I did want to bring up. Uh, Ms. Marvel, you said you haven't seen it yet. I haven't had a chance to see it. Yeah, no. and that reflects the report that it's so far has been the lowest uh, streamed show on Disney Plus as far as originals go from mm-hmm. all of the Disney Plus original shows that have released. Um, and I can see why. It's a very family-friendly show. And that's what, I, that's yeah. what I've heard, yeah. It's definitely a Disney show as opposed to like a Marvel show. Uh, with that being said... It's gotten better and better every week with the more things that are being revealed. Um, we get to see who the actual villain of the show is right now after episode three. Okay. Um, you're getting some backstory on uh, Kamala Khan's uh, abilities and stuff like that. So, But yeah, the, the, the first two, two episodes, extremely Disney. It's very Disney. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like you feel like you're watching like, you know, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody or something. And Yeah, and, and, I, and I get it. Yeah. There's, there isn't much for like that young, young generation. Exactly. And that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's that. I think and that's been missing for a while for mm-hmm. that. Sure. But um, otherwise, story-wise, it's, it's been really good. Mm-hmm. So like, if you can get past the, the stuff that it's, it's kind of like for kids, um, and it, it is. I mean, it's very family friendly. But at the exact same time, it's, it's talking a lot about real world stuff. Um, and it's just doing it in more of a lighthearted way, the way Disney would, right? Like, say you watch something on, you know, some kind of Disney show, right? Say it's, I don't know, Panama Montana or something. Mm-hmm. They, they might sneak in some, like, real-life uh, social issues mm-hmm. into there, right? So that way you kind of... That's kind of what I what I, you get in this show. But it's good. I do like it a lot. And I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. But, yeah, lowest rated so far, or lowest watched so far as far as actual view count. Yeah, I think I had saw something that was, like, only about 600,000 mm-hmm. viewers or something so far yep. for it. But um, it is good. I do like it. It's just, uh, it is definitely more like a kid show, but good nonetheless. Uh, let's move on to Obi-Wan. Let's talk about Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Just wrapped up. Yes. And boy, did uh, episode or chapter six not disappoint. No, it did not. What did you think? All right, let me get, hold on. There you go. I'm going to put a little timestamp down so you can skip if you don't want to hear, which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but what did you think of the show? I was very pleased. Okay. I, like I was it. very pleased. Um, I kind of, from the beginning, I kind of started really hating the third sister. Okay. Yep. Reva. Reva. Um, but then, you know, she kind of redeems herself at the end. Sure. So you kind of have sympathy for her. She's got that redemption arc. Yep. Um... You finally know how Vader got that scar on his head. Yeah, like it. Um, and then plus, what happens to Reva? Right, 
she's she gets we just leave her we just leave her there yeah. we don't you know so she's because you said she wasn't part of the inquisitors in the other shows right no she's not in well obviously not right like here she she turns against them um so obviously there's no coming back from that so she doesn't show up in any of the animated series she's not in the video games like she, this is a new character for mm-hmm. this show um which makes sense because she was never with them to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. She was there trying to get close to Vader to kill him. Just because she know, and also answers the question, how the hell does she know that uh, Vader is Anakin Skywalker or was Anakin Skywalker? Yeah. And even Obi-Wan's like, how did you know that? Like, the only way you knew that is if you were there. And then, of course, all of the, <clears throat> theories, the, were, all yeah. of the theories were true that everyone was saying that Reva was one of the little kids uh, at the temple when Order 66 happened and Anakin was like just slaughtering the younglings. And it turns out that that is why she's there. She was one of the kids that survived. She pretended to be dead. And she's still very angry because she felt that the Jedi didn't protect her. Uh, and that they were basically killed by someone that they thought was one of their teachers, mm-hmm. one of their masters. So I was expecting a duel between them two. Between, be who, between who? Uh, Vader and... Um, Reva. Well, there was a duel, but it was just like a like a throwdown duel where I thought he was gonna kill her. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, he didn't. Yeah. He 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 wasn't even trying. Yeah. Like she was trying so hard yep. to kill him, and he's like, <laughs> like so it was just kind of showing how strong <laughs> Vader is here. You know what I mean? He was just like he was. He wasn't even like did he even spark his lightsaber. I think he was just yeah. like just stopping hers her with his, with the force and just throwing her around. <laughs> He didn't, he wasn't even trying. I'm like, damn, this is bad. This is yeah. it's like a child fighting like a grown adult. And uh it just it showcased how powerful Vader is. Cause she's not not powerful, like mm-hmm. she's pretty strong. And uh that was that was really interesting. She's like, he's like your kid. Well, I don't know. I mean, Obi Wan <laughs> got his powers back. Yeah, and... man. Obi Wan was that was that fight at, at for uh chapter six was amazing. It was so great. And then we got Ki- uh Qui Gon. Yeah, so we finally got Force Ghost Qui Gon Jin shows up. Right. being real sassy about it yeah. too it's like what took you so long <laughs> motherfucker where you been I'm over here hurting where you been you help me out and, and then, then he's like i've been here all along yeah and then he reveals that it's it, he was there all along and it was obi-wan that wasn't ready to see him yet because you can only commune with force ghosts when you yourself are at peace hmm. uh we even see the same thing in um rise of skywalker with ray yep. where she doesn't hear the voices of the other jedi until she finally is like okay I'm at peace here. And then she hears them and she hears everyone's voices. She hears Anakin and she hears Ahsoka and all these other people talking to her. Uh, so it's kind of the same thing where he finally was at peace and then boom, he just shows up. <laughs> He's just there like, Hey, where are you going to the beach? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that, that but that's, cool. that's kind of, kind of weird though, because doesn't Luke see Obi-Wan while he's in conflict during his training with, it was towards the end already. I think though, it was towards the end of that first mo- of a new hope, I believe. Yeah, but when he's training with Yoda on the on Dagobah, mm-hmm. he sees him as well. So he's in kind of in conflict. He's not at peace, but he still sees. Right. Or maybe because he saw it at a point that he was at peace that he was it could still be. able to see him. Yeah, because when he's having that little <clears throat> conversation with him, they're just yeah. kind of sitting down. You know what I mean? And so yeah, it could be that. Um, but uh, you can also just toss that up that Luke's Luke Skywalker is exceptional. Mm-hmm. Also, right? He's just he's Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So you know you can also explain it that way if you really needed to. Uh, but traditionally, that is the way it goes: is you have to be at peace, and then you can commune with the living force and all that stuff. Uh, which I thought was 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 pretty cool. He showed up. You know, he didn't really help throughout because I kind of wanted that. I wanted him, him to but be at the, the same time, it would have taken away from Obi Wan redeeming himself. Yep. Right. Like I I preferred the way they did it, whereas Obi Wan is it was him that he just you know he got his force abilities back, his strength came back, and it was cool to see them fight. Yeah, and the way he, you know, he broke his helmet, and you see half his face all. It was that was that that scene touched me, man. That was crazy. Yeah, that was a good one. It was really good. Um, what else from the show did you really like? Anything else? Any of the characters that really stood out to you? I mean, all the Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. I like how Vader played that that little trick on Reva, where she thought she killed the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, yeah. But he already he he basically knew what she was doing the whole entire exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah, he's not dumb. Yeah, he is not dumb. Um. That that was a a sweet little twist. Not not that I not one that I didn't see coming, but it just it it was so great to see it. Like mm-hmm. they did it. I think they did it pretty well. I mean, yeah. If yeah. you think about it, the whole whole series was yeah predictable. Oh, 100 percent. But who cares? But yeah. But they, I mean, they they did it in a way where 
it's still satisfied. Yeah, right. You know? <clears throat> because it, it can't not be predictable because you know what happens yeah. way after this. So you know where it eventually goes. Mm-hmm. So there's only so much, you, there's only so many twists and turns you can, you know, give us in a story where we know the ending. So it's different. Um, but with that being said, yeah, it was, it was great. Um, they did uh, explain a few other things too as well because in the beginning uh, or the beginning of this series, you know, obviously Obi-Wan is spending a lot of time with Leia Mm-hmm. and everyone's like, well, why did she pretend like she didn't really know him when she asked for his help in A New Hope, right, with the little recording mm-hmm. that R2 had? And she says, you know, years ago, you served my father in the Clone Wars, and, you know, I need your help. Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope or whatever. And it was a very generic type of message. Yeah. And we're like, well, why would she do that if clearly they're close? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or even because she doesn't see him until the end of A New Hope when before he... Vader yeah. strikes him down. Yep, and that's when he smiles because yeah. that's the first time that he sees Luke and Leia together finally. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, they're together. And then he smiles and then he gets killed. Yeah. Um, but at the very end of the episode, he tells her, like, this is dangerous, right? You need to, people can't know that we're connected or whatever. Yeah. So that made sense as to why she pretended she didn't know who he was when she first asked for help and sent that. And it was very generic, like, oh, you, my father knew you. I need your help. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, you know, Ben, like we're homies. Like, she didn't do any of that. <laughs> remember that time you saved me? Yeah. Remember that time when I was 10 years old and you saved me? Like, no. So that was, I thought that, the, I mean, it's easy to explain. You can explain anything with one line. Yeah. But that's the way they did it. And it does make sense too, right? Because they are kind of, they knew early on that this was going to be a long battle and that, you know, you had to kind of keep everything top secret. Because during this time, the Empire is only getting stronger mm-hmm. at this point, right? So pretty cool. What else? Anything else that stands out to you? Mm, not really. Yeah. I mean, I, it was, and you know, when we do our donut bites, I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. But I did stay in, and I kept watching this because I, it, I was really happy with the way it was going. Yeah. I agree. I thought it was really I good. I didn't want to delay it, and you know, I mean, like like we said, it was predictable, and there wasn't mm-hmm. really much to spoil online or on Twitter. Yeah. So. Right? Yeah, there really isn't too much. Um, the only thing that I that you I probably could have hoped for was the introduction of some other characters that I'm dying to see. Mm-hmm. Like I really want to see Cal Kestis, which which is the the main character from the video game Fallen Order. Um, this is kind of around that same time. Uh, I think the game takes place a little before this because the game takes place uh, of some time after Order sixty six. I don't think it's a full like ten years where this is about ten years after. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not at Order 66, 10 years after the return of the the episode three this is where this show takes place. Yep. And I think the the game takes place somewhere in between that. Between that, okay. Uh, but <clears throat> it would have been cool. What I was hoping for was like all those scenes where they're showing how, how a lot of Jedi were helped escape and they had like this little underground railroad mm-hmm. type of system um, that one of those people that helped would have been Cal Kestis, that he would have helped people Escape. So none of none of those writings no. on the walls or anything. No, none of them. None of them were him. Okay. So I was hoping they would have shown like either he went through there and he was saved, or he was helping people get through as well, because uh, he's a cool character, mm-hmm. and I would like to see him in live action. Obviously, the video game is he, he's a per, like the guy that plays him in the video game is an actor too. Like you can just bring him in to do it. You don't need to cast anyone. Um, and also to of course Ezra, which we're going to get later on in Ahsoka, I assume. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's I was kind of hoping to get some kind of hint that Cal Kestis is out there and that's what that's the only thing that I wish they would have included because that gives you uh, a little bit extra outside of this story because we know where this story goes um but yeah but maybe that leads to maybe Reva finds him I don't know right mm-hmm. maybe Reva shows up in the next video game yeah. that'd be cool yeah, that'd be cool so uh we'll see so, where it goes but yeah so I did we'll, like that story arc so where's Ahsoka at this time right now um good question I think I think she's probably she might have she might be already with the rebels at this time because this is when around this time is when the rebels are coming together and she pops in and out of that series so Mm. it could be where she's around there somewhere or she's just hiding out at this point right because a lot of the Jedi did go into hiding or any, any force sensitive people in jump. She's, she's never identified as a Jedi, but <clears throat> all the force sensitive people have gone into hiding because again, this is when the empire was still rising to power and becoming more and more and more powerful mm-hmm. every single day. So it was like a heightened period of them hiding 
And then the rebellion kind of came a little bit after this. So I think, yeah, I think she was probably in and out with the rebels because the rebellion was just kick, getting kicked off during this time. You know what I mean? Where they're just like, from he, from this point on is when the, because even uh, Bail Organa, he's talking about how yeah. things are getting, you know, things are getting pretty crazy. And, yeah, they're getting stronger. And, and the rebellion like is going to start at this point going forward. So O'Shea Jackson's character in anything? No, he's brand new character. Brand new character. Yeah, and he did great, by the way. Mm-hmm. He's a great character. And even even the line with with Obi Wan, he tells him like, "There's not that many leaders anymore, right? And people follow you, so please don't stop." And he's like, "I'm only getting started." So that's great. That I assume that will pro- maybe he pops up in in um, Andor. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. a that's gonna be. I can't wait for that show. Yeah, Andor's gonna be. I think it's gonna be awesome. I'm hope I'm hoping. I'm not hyping it up too much, but it looks like it's gonna be a pretty solid one. Yeah, because I think that one will get more of what's what was going on. Yeah, in the Republic and the Empire, like how they're trying to manipulate it and take it over more and stuff yeah. like that. I think that show is going to show us a lot of <clears throat> how the rebellion started and all that stuff. And um, it's going to be exciting. Very exciting for sure. Anything else that you, uh, no, I think everything that you said, I agree with. I mean, I love the, the, the story arc with Reva. I even mentioned it when we first talked about the show for the first two episodes. I'm like, I don't like this lady. She's being mean for no reason. <laughs> like she's being overly villainous yeah. for what? And then you obviously, it makes so much sense later on. You're like, she's so bitter. Because you know this this dude killed all her friends when she was a little kid, and uh, and she's mad at Obi Wan because she felt he wasn't there to protect her, and you know what I mean. Like that stuff stays with you if you, that happens to you as a kid. Yeah. So I really liked her her arc as a whole, and then her whole redemption was cool. So I really enjoyed that. Same thing with uh, with with Obi Wan. He was you know shut off shut himself off from the Force. My man was working on a assembly line, stealing <laughs> food. Like this guy was just you know what I mean. And then, boom, he gets back in touch with the Force. He's kind of forced to do it, like when Leia falls off the building and he has to catch her and, you know, kind of pushes him into getting some of his Force abilities back and he gets stronger and stronger. Yeah. And, you know, you get that. It's, it's good stuff. So you think it's a one and done? I don't know. I mean, you can keep going. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's a lot more stuff that happens between now and him eventually being defeated by Vader, which happens another, what, 10 years from this point? Yeah, close to take. it. Yep. Because I think when that happens, Luke and Leia are like 19. So another nine years from this point is when he gets defeated finally by Vader uh, in A New Hope. So yeah, what's happening between now and then? Does he help out the other rebels? Does he is he doing something else where he's assisting in some way? Because he's you know he's a Jedi, obviously. So yeah, I I would like to see more stories of of does he pop up in Andor? I don't know. You know what I mean? Is he somehow helping out? Because it's all the whole rebellion's happening. And what role does he play or did he have any role at all mm-hmm. during that time? So more to come, I guess. But I would like to see more, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Shout out to Deborah Chow doing a great job. She directed every episode, mm-hmm. which was cool. Yeah, very so, good. Um, yeah, we'll see where it goes from here. I would, I, I'm, I'm down for season two. I'm down for them to focus more on Vader. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wouldn't mind a Vader series. Um, I nice. saw this article and i agree with it 100 percent. it says that the disney version of vader has been the best vader we've ever seen because he's not you know vader it like in the original trilogy vader's already like a older like general Mm -hmm. you know what i mean he's not kind of like boom in action and all that stuff right he's just very menacing people are scared of him and that's really it yeah and in the Disney era, we've seen him badass. You know what I mean? Like in Rogue One, that whole scene in the hallway where he's just decimating people. Mm-hmm. In this show, <clears throat> he's snapping people's necks. He's crazy. Like he's really powerful. And we don't ever see that in the original trilogy. Um, and I think the Disney era is, is showing that better. And I would like to see him be a, a more of a focus. Yeah. Like this version of Vader. He's younger. He's, he's still really angry. He's the peak of his own power, physically, mentally, everything. He's really strong. So, yeah, I would like to see that. Yeah, I mean, because the only way you would ever see that or re- hear or read about it was in a comic or exactly one of the books. right. Yep. So all the and a lot of that stuff isn't even canon anymore. Mm-hmm. And the great thing that Disney has is they have the luxury of pulling whatever they want yeah. from that extended universe and now saying this is canon because yeah. they have all that story. Yeah. And they wiped it out when they first came in and said none of this is canon. But now they can say, well, it's still ours. Yeah. So maybe we can just pull that. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. You pull that. And they can just do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's good. Even the outfit that 
bait that the late like 10 year old leia is wearing is from one of the comics as is the outfit that that obi-wan is wearing when he meets luke in person mm -hmm. and we finally get the hello there yeah. line <laughs> but he's wearing this like white shirt with the goggles around his neck it is literally out of one of the comic panels okay so even in this show they're pulling inspiration from some of the some of the comics which is awesome hmm. so hopefully they keep doing more of that but yeah um rating Mm, four and a half same i'm gonna give it four and a half yeah four and a half i'm not gonna give it five just for the simple fact that the first two episodes had those dumbass characters that really upset me because <laughs> they couldn't catch leia like are you kidding me you're grown-ass man you're just little girls outrunning you oh no there's a tree in my way <laughs> stupid that made me so upset <laughs> but otherwise i loved the show it was great yeah it was I, I a good time yeah, i'll probably even watch it again just yeah to... it was a good show don't be re-watching stuff when you haven't even seen other things yeah no, okay you haven't even seen the boys. You haven't seen Severance. Man, being an adult hurts. It's time consuming. Sick of you, man. <laughs> Speaking of what we've been watching, which is just gonna be me, I guess. It's the donut. It's one of the donut bites. Mm. Unbelievable. Oh, we, could, we could text Danny and ask him what he's seen. I don't care. <laughs> what you got? Let me pull out my sofa app. Um, it's been a busy couple weeks to tell you that much. Yeah, it's uh, been a while. Okay, first thing, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Finally got to see that. Which one was that? And that is this movie with, um, it's with the lady from, she was in uh, Shang-Chi. She was in Crouching Tiger. You would know her if you see her face. I always forget her name. Um, but it's basically a, it's a multiverse movie. And it's wild. I'll give you the okay, I'll give you, you, yeah. I remember you talking about it. I'll give you the premise. So just based off the title, right? It's literally called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yeah. And it is a movie that is, again, it's about a multiverse or just multiverse in general. Uh, and not in a comic book kind of way. It's just there is a multiverse that, that, the, that the movie lives in. And the premise of the movie is that you're able to, once you can tap into that multiverse, you're able to, like, bring memories and abilities of yourself in other part in other uh, mm -hmm. universes and and there's obviously there's a bigger thing going on as far as the story goes but that's what it's about and like this character she's able to pull all these different abilities and memories uh from her other lives that happen it's it's very much like um like loki where if you make a different decision and that timeline then breaks off into a different path mm -hmm. and that becomes its own universe and that's kind of how this is. That's how they explain the multiverse in this movie as well. Okay. So the slightest change in your in your uh, choices leads you to a very different path and a very different life. And all of those exist simultaneously in a different multiverse. And every person has that exact same thing going on. So everyone, it's just, it's crazy. So there's uh, infinite. Yeah, there's just multiverse. infinite amounts of, of, of multiverses with different versions of you based off of whatever choices you made in your life. And that's kind of what the movie is. And it's really good. It's mind-blowing. It's like this movie's off the wall. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Um, I'll tell you how crazy it is. There's one multiverse that they show where everyone uses their feet as if they're hands. Mm. And their hands have hot dogs. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <clears throat> you heard me right. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Hot dog fingers. Each finger's a hot dog. Each finger's a hot dog. It's insane. <laughs> what, what do you do with them? Uh, who knows? But it's weird. <laughs> um, great movie. Really enjoyed it. <laughs> Highly recommend you check it out. Uh, next. This one was just okay. It's called So Cold the River. Um, it came out earlier this year, maybe, maybe even late last year. And it was a pretty interesting. Oh, no, it came out March 20, uh, 2022. So just a few months ago. And it's about this person that makes documentaries she's a documentary documentarian documentary i don't know how you what, yeah, what the word is yeah but she makes documentaries and she's hired to do a documentary on this guy this mysterious guy that's dying and he has like a big he had a big influence on some small town in indiana and so she goes to investigate she's basically making a documentary she's interviewing people and she's uncovering more and more secrets about the guy she's making this documentary about mm -hmm. um and it's pretty interesting but the ending was just kind of flat so you know okay but it was good otherwise uh chris hemsworth's new movie spiderhead which is on netflix okay so that's got chris hemsworth and um what's his face the guy from from maverick top gun maverick that played goose's son oh i can't remember his name but yeah, yeah. Him, he's in there so it's a sci-fi movie um and it's about chris hemsworth that runs this 
some kind of pharmaceutical company and he is testing these new drugs on inmates, prison inmates. Uh, with their with their uh, with their entire, they have to acknowledge it and they have to uh, accept. Like it's all with their permission, basically. Um, and it's just really interesting. He's do, he's using all these crazy like um, behavior modifying drugs, and he's testing it on the on these inmates, and they get to live in like this really nice house, so they're not in prison. Mm-hmm. So they get to like sign up for this program, and if they're chosen for it, they get to go live in like this big old mansion kind of where they're free to walk around. They're free to eat whatever they want. They just obviously can't leave the place that they're in. And then they get experimented on. And all of them have like this little pack of something that's like hardwired into their spine that has the little fluid that has the drugs inside mm. of it. And they control it from like a little app or whatever. It's, it's wild. Um, it was really good. I would recommend checking that out for sure. And then a movie theater experience. We went to go see the black phone. Oh my god, this movie was so good. This is the new Ethan oh, yeah. Hawke okay. movie. Yeah. So it's a new movie with Ethan Hawke. It takes place in the 70s. It and this no spoilers here, I'm just giving you the premise. It is about this guy who's called the grabber, and he's basically kidnapping and killing kids in the 1970s. Mm. And and he's played by Ethan Hawke. I'm sure if you've if you've seen the trailer, he's got these really creepy masks yeah. on that he wears. It's such a damn good movie. But it, basically it, it turns out to be like a hunting movie like where they're trying to find the 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 main kid that gets kidnapped um there's a supernatural element as well where there is a phone you get this from the trailer too Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not spoiling anything there's a phone in the room that he's being kept that he's being kept in. it's like a basement and it's black it's on the wall and it rings and when he picks it up he can hear uh, the the his the previous victims are talking to him trying to Mm. give him tips on how to escape that's the premise of the movie Um, and it's just so good it is so damn good um, and it was made by the same guy that made the first Doctor Strange movie. Forgot his name. Something Dickinson. Let's see. The, the first one, yeah. Yeah, the very first one, part one. Scott Scott Derrickson. Scott Derrickson. Thank you. So Scott <clears> Derrickson. <throat> it's uh, it's it's uh, his movie. He's the, also the guy that made The Exorcism of Emily Rose, uh, which is an insanely underrated movie. It is so good. Um, and also the first uh, Sinister movie, which is mm. so good. That movie's great. So. Yeah, so just knowing that alone, I'm like, okay, I, this movie's probably gonna be pretty great, just based off who made it. Uh, and it was, man. It did not. Uh, it it did not disappoint for sure. Yeah. Really good movie, and especially in the theater too, because it was just nice to. It's like the sound. It was it mm. was good. Um, has a couple jump scares here and there, but they're all very purposeful. They're not cheap. So it was just, it was just a really good flick. Um, more suspenseful. I wouldn't say it's full blown horror, even though there is a supernatural element to it. But there is some stuff in there that's very creepy because of the way Ethan Hawke is playing this character. Is for some reason, I yeah. thought it was Sam Raimi because the trailer said, or the yeah, the trailer says it's from the director of Doctor Strange. It doesn't specifically say. Yeah, the first Doctor Strange. Yeah. yeah so it's not. Yeah. So obviously Sam Raimi did part two. Uh, and then because of this movie, and I I, I rewatched The Exorcism of Emily Rose mm-hmm. and Sinister as well. Oh, okay. Um, because those are both, I think Exorcism of Emily Rose is on HBO Max and Sinister is on Paramount Plus. So you can actually watch those. Um, highly recommend you watch The Exorcism of Emily Rose if you've never seen it. It's from like 2006, so it's kind yeah, of old at this point. So good. This mo- it's, it's not just an exorcism movie. It's also like a court drama because the movie is about uh, the priest that did the exorcism being held liable for the death of Emily Rose. Mm-hmm. This is not a spoiler. It's at the very beginning of the movie. She's dead. And they're basically saying that she died because he told her to not take her medication. They think she's crazy as opposed to her being possessed by a mm-hmm. freaking demon. And um, he's being charged with like negligent homicide for, for stuff like that. So he's on trial. And then all the exorcism stuff happens in flashbacks when he's telling the story of Emily Rose and they're going through the court proceedings and all that. And that's where we see the actual horror stuff. And it's so good. It's such a great movie. Yeah. I think I remember, but it's been, like you said, yeah, 2005, six, or something. very like underrated. I love it. And it, when I watched it, uh, when I rewatched it again, I'm like, damn, this movie's great. It was just, you know, it's, it's really, it holds up still. Um, so check that out. It's on HBO max. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So you're going to go see Lightyear or what? No, <clears throat> not seeing that. How about minions? No, not seen that. That's either. the only. That's the only movie coming out for Fourth of July weekend. Really? Is that it? Just kid stuff? Yeah. That's boo. That's boo. Because we don't get Thor until next, the following week. The following week is Thor. I'm excited for that. Um, I am going to try this new, uh, this new thing, where it's like, it's kind of like a, 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 we're trying to remove distractions on a, like just in 
day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do that by just remove, removing any applications on my phone that are distracting. All of them? All of them. Well, I mean, not all. I mean, it's... <laughs> just say it all It's mainly like social media stuff, obviously. Um, yeah, I'm going to get rid of them. Just, and I'm not going to get off the social media. Like, I'll get like, you know, I'll allow myself to like check it on a computer if, I, if I'm just sitting at my desk or mm-hmm. something. But the point is to not, just to keep my phone from being a distraction. You know what I mean? So you want to keep your phone as being more what? A communication yeah. device? And, and for just, me, just to like, you know, read stuff on it, like, yeah. you know, things like that, communication, not social media stuff or anything else that's distracting. It doesn't have to be social media. I'm, I'm going to look through my my mm-hmm. uh, my screen time and see what I spend the what most time, time in yep. and just get rid of it. Just like, you know what? If, it, if it's something that I need, it's going to stay, obviously. But I don't need social media or anything like that. So I'm going to do that for like a month and see how, see how, see how I feel. Cool. Maybe it'll, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I'm also trying to do a dry July where I have no alcohol for the whole month yeah, of July. July. It's hard, right? It's summertime. Fourth of July? <laughs> Who cares? I don't really. Do. <laughs> I know, but still. Like, I don't really do much for Fourth of July. But but yeah, I'm going to try to do that. At, at the very worst, I may just do have a drink on Fourth of July if I'm doing something with my family. Okay. I, I'll, I'll probably just, you know, know that that'll, that might happen. But outside of that, I'm going to try to do a full month of just not having anything here at home and none of that stuff. That's gonna be hard for you. It is gonna be hard because it's just like you. Yeah, you. I usually you usually post something about a drink. You're having yeah. a drink at least. I love making cocktails. Yeah. I love having beer. Like it's just yeah, it's just my thing. It's just a nice little. I like having adult beverages. It's not like I'm like getting drunk or anything. Yeah. It's just <laughs> I just like having them. Uh, so yeah, it is gonna be hard, but that's the point. Okay. You know, and it's also alcohol is not good for you. It's poison, literally. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's yeah, it's, you know it's, I mean? Po- well, it's poison if you consume too much of it of course than you're supposed to so i want to see how all that stuff impacts my day-to-day how do i feel do i sleep better you know stuff like that so not being distracted on from my phone mm-hmm. and not having alcohol stuff like that so we'll see uh you're gonna get out and get some more nature too yeah i mean i do that pretty often i try to go on a scooter ride as much as i can whenever it's nice out I will, i'll take the scooter out and i'll go for a ride the only time i haven't this past week is when it's been like really hot yeah, and it's just too hot for some reason there. it's gonna be hot again so well it's summer it's just <laughs> yeah but 90s <laughs> yeah man it's hot uh today is nice so i'm gonna take it out today and, and get some some nice fresh air but uh but yeah wish me luck we'll see how it goes yeah, good luck so good for you when we record next week i'll already have been a few days in so i can report mm-hmm. um how it's going because what the first is friday yes okay there we go so and then yeah you let us know what apps yeah, you, you found to be what apps I'm deleting and which ones are the most distracting. Yeah, so I guess we'll see. But that's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you next week, right? We're not doing it. We're not taking anything out, right? Should mm, be fine. No, nah, we should be fine. I mean, yeah. yeah, it'll be a Fourth of July episode, but right, right. People can it always is listen to when they can. Yeah, that means that next week, a three day weekend or four. four for you, four for me. Nice, good for you. No, actually five because I'm taking Tuesday off. Whoa, that's nice. Like, how are you gonna have? Uh, come on. When 4th of July <laughs> is in the middle of the week, yeah, the second, the day after should be a federal holiday as well. I agree. I agree. This should be. <laughs> like, how are you going to go to work on a, say if it was on the Wednesday. Yeah. You get Wednesday off. You, you go, go back to work on Thursday? Thursday? That's no. stupid. On the 4th of July? No. Yeah. At least this is the one that falls on a Monday, so it's the extended weekend. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll talk to you next week and uh, take care. We'll see you soon. We've been the Morning Donut and you've been awesome. Wow. I can't believe you stayed till the end. You must be really bored. Have a great day, Meatbag.